This is a headgum podcast. Tea time. Tea, 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 tea time right now. San Diego, hit the button. 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 Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. Mike and I have some announcements to make before the show even starts, motherfucker. Yeah, take that. And also take this bit of news coming at you in you right now. <laughs> I'm going to come in you now. <laughs> I just want to say that you guys sold out the Dynamic Banter show in the Hollywood Lab on December 2nd. Thank you so much. That's right, you guys fucking sold out. Hit the button. button. You know what sucks? You guys fucking sold out. You guys sold out. How's that feel? Fuck you. Fuck you, sold out. You guys sold out. out. First thing I'm going to say to everyone at their shows, you fucking sell out. You guys sold out. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. You guys really let us down by selling out the Improv Lab. Thank you so much for doing that. And we can't wait to put on the show of a lifetime. We're going to cover the floor in the lab in ice and we're going to skate around. <laughs> it's called Scround. And Owen's going to play that Snoopy music. <laughs> and he's going to be wearing mittens. <laughs> Someone's going to have those brushes. Those brushes sound so nice. I like it. I like when it's the they do the really small kit. Me too. Where it's like the floor tom and the snare. Yeah. And then one little. Symbol. I love it. Yeah. I I, I love, dude. I want someone to slap those brushes down onto my ass. <laughs> I want to make that sound that it does on the drum. You ever go to a jazz show? And then you see the drummer kitty cornered in the corner and everybody's playing the piano and there's a saxophonist and an upright bassist and the drummer's just going to town. (laughs) (laughs) Drummer's going to town on that pingy ting. And you're like, I wish I had those brushes in me nice. Like that, that zoom bank to gain to goon dan zoom gain to gain to goon dan. Dude, there is such a fucking Christmas feeling <laughs> I get from those brushes, dude. I gotta go to the doctor and get a shot for this Christmas feeling. And some people may not know. Testing one, two, three. Some people may not know. What that beautiful sound is. <laughs> Some people might not know, dude. Which the brushes sound? Yeah. Like, um, you're familiar <sighs> with sticks. Because some people might hear it and be like, ooh, that sounds like Christmas, dude. You think the um, drum brushes oh, are is, synonymous? Come. Dude, it sounds like a fucking. It sounds like a shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like a it passing like a storm. Nice hot shower. Yeah. 
Let's hear it again. Turn it on. <laughs> I wanted to cut it before the copyright thing part came in. Dude, imagine Cecil with a little hat on, a Dude. little Santa hat. Oh my god, Cecil doing Christmas songs? It's here again. All the boys and girls in the snow <laughs> simply Now I go. The, the day is here. The time is now. And here it comes. Christmas time. <laughs> I'm simply <laughs> taking away your Christmas time. I'm taking away your time. Your simple Christmas time. It's inevitable that that song is returning, Mike. Yeah. The greatest fucking song that's ever happened. You know, I realize that not everybody knows my uh, uh, almost intense distaste for that song. You should talk about it. This is a perfect people who listen to the show don't know. <laughs> you should. How I much think, I hate it. So you're talking about simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, but by well, Paul McCartney. It might be too early to talk. About. It might be turned. It might be too early to talk about it. Do you not like that? Dude, song? that's like that's what's <laughs> happening to the English language. <laughs> if instead of saying it might be too early, it might be turly to it's talk. Not about even it. about the turly. <laughs> you you got here turly. Oh, well, I'd love to start. I'd love to start. <laughs> Am I the one got you, Turley? <laughs> <laughs> what am I? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I'm not in tip-top, pristine, ready-to-go conditions when you're over here riding Turley. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I'm not jumping up and scratching my balls every time you ride Turley. <laughs> <coughs> Top two. I guess everybody gets a prize for Riven Turley. <laughs> Riven Turley. That sounds like a country boys album. The truck riding boys with <laughs> Riven Turley. They don't even drive the nope. truck. They're just truck driving boys. Yeah, I'm the truck boys. The truck boys. <laughs> driving Turley. Riven Turley. <laughs> The Riventur. The Riventur. Damn. Greg and Riventurly. The Riventurly. And then they go on the Riventurly tour. We're going on a Riventurly tour. Don't be late. We'll be in Sacramento on the 18th. We're there now. We're turning. <laughs> Dude, I look. Let's. Okay, so we've done a lot of. Every time we do Christmas here. Upset. Upset. We, we, we like can't. Maybe it's me, maybe, maybe, like, if I hadn't brought up Wonderful Christmas Time, organically it would have come up. Yes. At some point between now and Christmas. Yes. And when we do bring it up. And not a moment earlier. And not a moment earlier. (laughs) Dude, and if, and so, whenever we bring it up, it's always like, this is where I am, and this is where you are, and we represent a couple of sides of the audience coin as well. Go, <laughs> go, go, coming, go, bank coming. <laughs> like the dude, the the 
Osmosis Jones. You ever yeah. seen that movie? Uh huh. Is that the one with who did that? It's who was Will the Smith. Main? Will Smith and Bill like Murray. Bill Murray's in the live action part. Is he? Yeah. Bill Murray is the body. <laughs> Bill Murray is good at hanging out with cartoons. Yeah, he's just build different. I saw him on a flyer once, and he was just billed different. <laughs> Dude, tonight in the Surrounded show, Mike was just billed different. Dude, so like Osmosis Jones, they're like incoming gulp. Like they're all talking to each other on their little radios in there. Uh-huh. Dude, I hope that one day we're going to have these little guys that we can just swallow in a pill. What and was that Martin Short movie? Dude, Inner Space. Inner Space. That was like one of the first movies one I remember of... seeing by myself. Because it was on Comedy Central every day. Yeah. yeah, for, yeah. for like sometimes twice in a row. Somebody took a pill and then Martin Short was in the Dude, body. Inner Space is one of my favorite movies of fucking all time. Who else is for in For some movie? reason, I watched that movie as a kid. And was obsessed with it. Uh-huh. It must have been the visual effects, being inside the human body, the like tiny little like spaceship thing. Yeah, uh-huh. Like everything appealed to my childlike mind. Like you know how people love the magic school bus? Same. This was like my magic school bus. Less educational version of the magic school. A little school less bus. educational, but very realistic looking stuff. Like, dude, this was before computerized animations. Thank you. And so it's all practical, gorgeous shit. And it was made by ILM, dude. I don't know. What Industrial that is. Light and Magic, the Wizards, the special effects wizards mm-hmm. that did Star Wars, <laughs> Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Star Wars 2. Dude, just think of the greatest looking visual effects that have existed in the past 20 years. Mm hmm. 30, 40, 50 years, ILM had something to do with it. And Industrial Light and Magic was started by George Lucas. Cool. So. Let me finish this up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't finish my breakfast. I, had a whole, I have one sausage left. And I'll just finish this up. <laughs> I had a whole sausage in there. So, dude, Inner Space is like, it just, it made me so happy. And it's Martin Short. Yeah. Martin Short's the body. Yeah. The person. Dennis Quaid. Is, is the pilot inside of the little really? ship? Yeah. In my brain, I I switched it. Oh, Dennis I Quaid was Martin the body. Short Martin was the Short. little guy. No, Martin Short was the body. Yeah. Dave, Dennis Quaid was the guy inside. Like, oh, now we're in the lungs, dude. And yeah, <laughs> that like thing he does, dude. Yeah. That's perfect. Now we're going down to the tracheal. That smirk. He's got that smirk that he does. <laughs> and Meg Ryan. I'm in the subcockles of the heart, dude. Meg. Okay. Motherfucking Ryan uh-huh. is in it, and she's like gorgeous. Yeah, we've got like peak beautiful Meg Ryan. Doesn't he cat in her? And then the he, guy goes into the other. He kisses her. Kisses her. And then he goes to into her with through the kiss. You don't always have to cat. Dude, that script is so good. Like all the beats are good. Like the story's good. Mm-hmm. What's and then. The story? The story is, and I fucking love it, dude. Let's play some Christmas music while we talk about this. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Soon it will be Christmas time. Ding a ling a ring, ding a ling, ding ring a ding. Hear them sing a ding a ling, sing ding a ling. 
And then soon it will be Christmas. <laughs> like when you do, when you can't do the song on TV. <laughs> the royalty-free Christmas yeah. songs. Dude, Christmas so, time. Okay. Christmas time. Gather around, kids. This is the story of inner space. We've got this guy. He works at, he, he, okay, how do we start this off? Let's back up. Dennis Quaid <laughs> is a, is a completely badass fighter pilot, fighter jet pilot. I was doing a Dennis Miller impression. Not Miller. We're, Dennis oh, Quaid. Oh, wow. The yeah. Quaid was good. Yeah, Miller's like, ah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sarcastic all I'm the time. I'm going down to the heart bit. <laughs> I'm gonna be sarcastic. What's Dennis Quaid? Dennis like? Quaid is like, mm, I've got that smirk. I've... <laughs> I'm gonna go to Canada. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Quaid. So Dennis Quaid's <laughs> son, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. I'm is still not thinking about the right person. The star of the boys. Hold on, my brain needs to get unfucked. Yeah, show him the picture. There's Dennis Quaid. I got that show person completely Quaid, wrong though. two times. <laughs> I thought it was show him younger one. Dennis Miller. And then I thought it was who's the guy who Dennis plays Rodman. the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I'm Dennis Rodman, but uh, the guy who plays Chevy Chase's brother-in-law in oh, Vegas, oh, oh, Daniel Quaid. Da no, 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 Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, which I think same is family? I think same family, yeah. Man, you got a young Randy Quaid. Yeah, no, I remember that. Whatever, guy. you know Randy Quaid, Danny, motherfucker. Yeah. What? What's his name? Simon says. Now we've done too many Craigs. <laughs> Daniel that, Craig. That one. Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, Randy Quaid. Live and Turley. Craig, Kirk Cobrain. <laughs> Randy Newman. Dude, I want someone who's You got like, me in your I body. I want like super sweet. <laughs> I'm flying around your body. Dude, I want people to be. <laughs> Randy Newman. Ready you <laughs> Dude. Oh, I love it, dude. There's too many Craigs. There's too many Quades and there's way too many Craigs. Way too many Kegs. Too many Kegs, Craigs, and eggs. Eggs. Quades. Quades, eggs. There's too many Craigs in the kitchen. This is what I need. I need. Dude, that's really funny. <laughs> Okay, so here's the story of inner space. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Now that we have <laughs> I can't quite. I just ripped my hat. <sighs> I'm getting flustered. Four, three, two. <laughs> Let's get back on script. Dennis Quaid is a fighter jet pilot. Yeah. And he, but he's like a drunk. Oh. And they're like honoring him at this like big gala. And he's like making an ass out of himself and he's in love with Meg Ryan, but she's like, You're a drunk. And I, you know, it's like, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. And then this guy at the party's like, You used to be the greatest, man. What happened to you? And he's like, Fuck yeah, like, I like Patron. So he goes home and he's like, Fuck the police. <laughs> hey, cab. <laughs> And he gets a call from his scientist buddy, and he's like, look, I've got a, 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 a special mission for you. I think you're just the guy for the job. Yeah. And he's like, well, what is it? And you learn that he's going to be miniaturized and pilot a tiny 
craft mm-hmm. inside of a rabbit mm. because it's a test to see if they can do it. Yeah. And they're going to inject him. What are they him. trying to do? They're Just gonna, to see. To see if they could shrink people down to like, you know, Look around cancers. <laughs> yeah. Look around in a rabbit. Until that moment, and you can look this up. <laughs> what if they're like, we the scientists have a have a have like a fucking press conference? <laughs> we yes, have just, done it. Just wondering. Oh, excuse me. Yes, yes. Just uh, Peter Sunday, the Sunday Times. Absolutely, out of Phoenix. Love your work. Just wondering why you are sending a. Uh, a world-class pilot real small into a rabbit. Well, we I think you we can all agree on one thing. We've all wanted to look around inside a rabbit. <laughs> I think you ever since you I was a kid. And then there's silence. Ever since Sure. Yeah, I've never looked in a rabbit. Ever since I was a kid, I thought, well, how cool it would be to just stroll along inside a rabbit. We've all seen the outside of a rabbit. You want to see a rabbit. Let's picture a rabbit. Let's bring it up. Can we pull up the rabbit? This is a photo of a rabbit. Just Google it. It's nothing we haven't all seen before. Some of you reporters provided this photo of this rabbit. Do we have a, a, Getty, a Getty images of a rabbit? But have we ever seen what is... Next slide. Inside, just the have word inside. Watched, have you ever thought about inside? Inside? Question, <laughs> question mark. We as scientists have been able to be inside for centuries scientists have notoriously <laughs> spent hours inside, inside. <laughs> I spent, this is surgeon i spent a lot of time inside <coughs> sometimes just the hands are in and i was wondering what if i could be small yeah, what if I could look around? If I could do all this great stuff with my hands inside. <laughs> what if I could just take a leisurely walk inside of a rat? If I could just have my legs inside, even just for a second. <laughs> what if I could take a peek? What if we could take a peek <laughs> in a rabbit? Everyone come up here and look in this magnifying glass. Now I'm holding, see, I'm holding this rabbit. Does everybody see that? Yeah. We're, what we're seeing right now, what we're perceiving. <laughs> okay. Oh, that- and you've scared the rabbit. Can somebody pick up the rabbit? <laughs> it had a heart attack in its den. We need a new rabbit. Okay, perfect. See What's this? What's the difference between a rabbit and a bunny? Okay, well, we're not really doing questions. <laughs> Can I look inside a bunny? If this goes well, we'll yeah. then be able to look. We're thinking of looking inside dogs. And then we're working on other ones. <laughs> Eric wants to do a rat. We Eric's don't thinking do a rat. A rat. Eric's he doesn't have a microphone. Yeah, look at it. Like, yeah, he's just like, you hear, whoa. Let's do a rat, I said. Anyway. That's me. <laughs> so anyway, so they're they're testing out this way to look inside of a rabbit. <laughs> and they're like, we want to we want to use you as the test pilot. There's only one pilot in the in the country who can fly around Dude, a rabbit. Dude, but he's like, they needed someone that was like expendable. Sure. Someone that didn't care about dying in this experiment. Some drunk piece Some of drunk shit. Some drunk piece of shit. Now, if he dies in the rabbit, does the rabbit get drunk? That's a good question. <laughs> if he's going 100 miles per hour inside the rabbit, is the rabbit also going 100 miles per hour? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What time does the train get to the station? I leave the rabbit at 12.30 p.m. And you get inside. And a train leaves <laughs> Chicago 
the next day? <laughs> what time were you in the rabbit? Which one gets there turn? What time did you arrive in the rabbit? Turley, <laughs> yeah. What's train with Turley? <laughs> Dude. So anyway. Dennis Quaid's like, I don't have anything to lose. I'll do this fucking mission. You need somebody to do it. Put me in that room. Some some dumbass. Yeah. That is good, too, though. But he does it, but he's not, like, super stoked about it. He wants... He doesn't really... Yeah, he's not stoked about it, but he's like, fuck it. I don't know. Whatever. I got kicked out of the Air Force. I don't give a shit. Meg Ryan doesn't even like me. He's kind of disgraced. Yeah. And Meg Ryan's like, I'm leaving you. You're a bum. So he's like, fuck it. I'll do this fucking thing where I get put in a rabbit. See if I care. So check this out. Excuse me. I think that's you. Can't do it yet. Merry Christmas. Sorry, dog. So. They're about to shrink him down. It's a whole really cool sequence. And then they put him inside of a syringe. Yeah. And he's like this tiny little thing. And the scientists are like, this worked. Now it's time to inject him into the rabbit. All of a sudden, bad guys bust into the science lab, and they're like all fucking. One of them's like this sexy, hot, like bad, late, like redhead evil woman. Did a and she's like, get in, get the, get the syringe. We've got a third. And I don't think she talks like that. But <laughs> kind of, she doesn't talk like that. Or she is British, I think. But anyway, there's these evil, these evil guys want the miniaturization tech, but they need. A chip that's on the outside where the scientists are and a chip that's inside the ship that okay. the guy got shrunk down into. And they need those two things to make miniaturization possible. And they want to use it for evil shit, right? Like what? Like looking inside? Who, looking inside of a pussy. Of a pussy. <laughs> looking inside of a bad guy. Bad guy's pussy. Looking inside a bad guy's pussy. What's happening in this video? So, dude, they needed to look inside a bad guy's book. They gotta look in there and inside themselves. So, dude, what happens is, is there's this fucking crazy action sequence where the bad guy henchman is chasing the the hapless scientist the, the that has the syringe in his pocket. And he's like fucking on a bike and he's riding all around town. And then he, they go into a mall and he tries to hide in the mall. And the bad guy kills the scientist. But before the scientist dies, Martin motherfucking Short is in the elevator with him. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he gets the syringe and sticks it into Martin Short's ass and injects Dennis Quaid into Martin Short. And then they're like, what happened? And so the fucking, there's all these guys taking pictures from the bad guys team. And they're like, where the fuck is the syringe? And the bad guy finds like the cracked syringe. He's like, shit, where is it? And I could be anywhere. Dennis Quaid could be anywhere. Could be in any rabbit here. <laughs> Check every rabbit in this mall. And then Martin Short. But the funny <laughs> thing is, is, like- is Martin Short is playing this like neurotic, like uh, 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 anxious mess who's like a. Uh, a hyper- Somebody's shopping with a syringe. He's a hypochondriac. <laughs> you know, like he, just, and he gets jabbed with yeah, a needle. Yeah, he he's sick all the time. And you see him at the doctor, the doctor's like. Jack, you're fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. He's like, oh, no, I, I, I couldn't breathe out of this nostril last night. If I'm fine, what do you think of this? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing all this goofy shit, and he's all fucking big mess in his jaw. He's like a fucking laughingstock mess. Yeah. Am I supposed to be coughing like this? <coughs> <laughs> so Martin Short is like, gets injected, and he's like, what the fuck was that? 
And then all of a sudden, Dennis Quaid is like, where he Dennis Quaid doesn't know where the fuck he is. <laughs> That's some dude's on his, ass. On his computer system, he's got a picture of a rabbit. <laughs> and he's like, all right. If, and the rabbit's name is Bugs. So he's like, all right, well, computer, let's head to Bugs' optic nerve and let's see what this, let's see if we can connect and look through, see what the rabbit's seeing yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he thinks he's in a rabbit still. Uh-huh. Then he sees that he's like, what the fuck? This guy's looking in a mirror. I'm in a guy. Yeah. He's like, I gotta fucking talk to this guy. So he goes to the ears and he connects these things to the ears and he starts to talk to him. What does he connect to the ears? A mouth? He puts this mouth. <laughs> he puts his mouth on the he ears. He puts his mouth on the ear. He opens up the hatch and goes, ah! <laughs> <It's> Dennis Quaid. <laughs> I'm Dennis Quaid! I guess you're not a rabbit! <laughs> anyway, we're both just kind of figuring this out. So... It becomes this whole madcap adventure where Martin Short's like, what the fuck? I got this guy in me. Why? And he explains to him. And he's like, we got to get back to the science lab. Yeah. And we got to get me out. Yeah. Because, like, fuck this shit. I'm not yeah. supposed to be in here today. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be in this guy I'm not even supposed to be today. in this guy. <laughs> so he goes back to the science lab and sees that it's been destroyed. Uh-huh. And they're like, the chip is gone. We can't even get you out of there. Yeah. Until we get that chip that the fucking bad guy stole. But guess what, man? There's a ticking clock. There's uh-uh. something that raises the stakes. The scientists take, they go like, okay, Martin Short, stay in this room for a second. I got to go talk to this guy. I have the, to go tell a secret to this other guy. The scientist leaves Martin Short in the room. And then Martin, uh, Dennis Quaid's like, let me amplify your hearing so I can like hear what they're talking about. Mm. He does like all this cool shit. He knows how to do that. Yeah. And he's like, just, he's like, just don't say anything. And so like really amplified so he can like hear them talking outside of the room. And they're like, look, man, if we don't get that chip, he's going to like automatically get big again. And then he's going to like fucking blast out of that guy yeah and like rip him apart yeah huh. and they're like all right well let's like put him in a fucking let's like keep him here then so that like you know we'll put him somewhere and we'll just and they're like can we like surgically remove him or something no but we can cover the room in plastic they're talking about all these ways to get him out of there before he like explodes yeah. and then dennis quaid's like fuck this let's get out of here so they're on the run from the scientists the good scientists and the bad guys that want the chip and it's just fucking perfect and then dennis quaid's like jerk me out of your fucking dick yeah let me come out of your cum <laughs> and he's like all right well, i guess i'll do it whoa and dennis quaid's like whoa he's like firing out <laughs> that would be the 90s version of it yeah or the Luke early 2000s three. anyway i fucking love that movie so much man That's and fun. i highly recommend it it's funny yeah the whole family can watch it. It's got some dirty. Pick it up on Betamax and watch it with your family. Anyway, let's talk about these brushes, dude. Yeah. Let's hear them again. Some important business here. Uh-huh. We've been bullshitting and jacking each other off for the past half an hour or however long we've been going. Business time is 
But dude, we have to talk about something really important that we didn't talk about last episode, which seemed, which made me think, dude, isn't it funny to have that problem where you're like, I had so much to talk about yeah. that like we couldn't do it? Because for two years, we had nothing to talk about. Nothing to say to each other whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, I can't wait to tell you things. And I can't wait to tell you that I went to my first hockey game. Whoa, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, dude. I went to my first sports event. Did you like it? It well, we'll talk about it. I don't <laughs> want to week on dynamic. I don't want to spoil anything, but like a lot of things have happened. Like Decon was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I want to shout out DesignerCon, the guys that run that shit. Yeah. Those guys, I used to see those guys at like the Mondo or at like a gallery 1988, like buying prints and stuff and like those guys have always been like collectors and stuff, and then they just like were like, let's start a fucking convention for this yeah. stuff. And it's fucking wonderful. And it makes me so happy to be there. Same. And I just, dude, it it's so crazy how like six six hours went by. And and my friend who I was with was like, we've been here for fucking six hours. And I'm like, it doesn't feel like we've been here for six hours. Yeah. Like I don't even feel tired. Yeah, yeah. And you don't and you haven't even seen everything in six hours. Mm -hmm. And you talk about like the number one place to go. To listen to artists be nerdy about their own dude, shit. Dude, and they're so excited to so talk excited. about They're it. so happy. They're so approachable, too. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to talk to you about their shit. Yeah. And they're not annoying about it. They're not like, come here, come here, come here, come here. Like, you, they're very much like, if you like what I'm selling, I can't wait to answer every fucking question you have. Yeah, some guy, I remember um, we were looking at, like, wool. This dude who makes things out of, like, poking wool yeah. with a needle these like sculptures they're so fucking cool yeah and he was like we could like talk about it if you want yeah like, i could tell you yeah. everything about this and i'm like yeah dog Do i don't get it <laughs> remember that booth with like all of those like like heavy plastic or i don't know if it was like plastic but it would have like a like a glass piece with like a brain inside of it and then mm -hmm. it would be stuck to like a thing <laughs> and there was like a whole bunch of them and and, the, and there was like eyeballs and monkey brains yeah. and all that stuff the guy that ran that booth was like hey i recognize you who like where do i recognize you from and i was like i don't know man i've been i've done some internet shit or whatever he's like oh yeah yeah i think i sent you on the internet and he's like well look at all this shit i have and i'm like okay and then for the next like 25 minutes he was just like explaining <laughs> everything he had yeah, and awesome. how like you could shine this light <clears throat> on the top of this thing and then like put your hands over it and it shines bright enough to like light up a room yeah, and shit. Yeah. And, and sometimes you don't even want it by when you see it and yeah. then you hear the person gush about it for an hour and then Dude, you're like, Dude, he was yeah, so proud one. of his shit and yeah. he was like, and he's like us. We're like nerds that like grew up watching horror movies and comedies and like we're all making fun of shit with our friends. Mm -hmm. And like, so we're all very like-minded artist, weirdo, creative types all yeah. in one big giant room. Yeah. And and it was really awesome talking to that guy. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it. I think I'm gonna buy one of these. And he's like, okay, cool. This one's 500. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna come back, SA. I'm actually gonna come <laughs> I'm actually gonna come back. Business time. <laughs> Business time. It's like you don't understand. Your <laughs> it costs seven hundred dollars to make. Uh, I'm just trying to make up a little bit of ground. 
it's just like you it was it it seemed like things have gotten way more expensive than they were yeah back in the day but i think that's because of a lack of confidence in the artists to charge what this stuff is worth sure and i think that you realize that you're like oh man all this handmade shit it truly is worth that much oh yeah because it takes a lot of fucking time to do it yeah and it's a lot of work especially and, by the time you're good at it yeah and you also lo- want to pay an artist what they think they're worth yes and if you agree with it that that it's worth that then it's like i mean the least you're doing is you're supporting a a struggling artist right yeah yeah yeah. and it's all good but it was like man that thing being 500 bones was like and it was like this thing that was like this big yeah i was like i guess i could fucking support this small business and i mean but he was selling a lot surprisingly Uh he's like these are all sold already and like they're coming back for them and like (laughs) everyone's right that might have been a tactic he was doing too but anyway i had such a great time decon's awesome if you ever get a chance to go to designer con it's in anaheim California. Yeah. I looked forward to it this year oh, Christmas, man. Dude. Yeah. And it was awesome walking around with you through some of it too because yeah, it no. was like, dude, this is we love this shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is like our kind of like these yeah. are our people pretty much. Love They're like people sh- making stuff. Totally, dude. Yeah. And it's and it goes from like toy makers to shoe makers to sh- to like all the things that we love all yeah. intersect into this thing. Dude. Speaking of making stuff, what about that fucking cartoon, the Tubes cartoon? Oh my! What's that fuck. dude's name? What dude, somebody. So we did a bit a long time ago. Roger Martell. Yeah, so fucking amazing. And you that. can see him on Instagram at Della Goat. D E L A G O A T. But this guy came out of fucking nowhere. No, this no guy swears. came out of actually nowhere. <laughs> Dude, he truly was like, didn't even say he was doing it. Didn't show us like a three second clip no, of him working like, on hey, it. Working on this. Just came out with a fully finished dude. animated version of the conversation <laughs> the we made dude. between Batman and Alfred talking yeah. about Bane's tubes. Because we were just talking about how easy it would be to disable Bane dude. by just pulling his tubes. The one where Alfred takes over for Batman. Yeah. Dude, and you think it's going to end in the Batcave, but then <laughs> I forgot we did the bit where it was like, fuck it, Alfred could just do it. I'll do it. Alfred could pull the tubes. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could pull Bane's tubes out, yeah. I think. <laughs> Maybe As not a, a baby. principle. No, no, no. You have to be strong enough to pull tubes. But babies are strong, dude. You ever had the baby grab your finger and That's you're like, true. what the fuck? You would have to paint the tubes like a finger. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a lot of work. Yeah. We might as well have an adult You can't get it. close enough to just you know paint. What? You gotta wait till Bane is sleeping. Let's just have an adult do Let's it. Let's have an old British adult do it. <laughs> I love that album. Dude, but this motherfucker made this like beautifully animated yeah. short film. Yeah. He sent it to me. I'm going to put it on the it's, dynamic banter thing. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so good. It's beautiful. I watched it on the toilet. <laughs> and I was like to help you plop out. shitting myself. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Dude, I love when people make stuff out of bits that i've completely forgotten dude and they're funny and i'm like who is that and i was like there's a moment where it like cuts to the computer analyzing like the tubes or whatever and i was like oh this is fun they could add their own stuff here like they can add in like a computer text voice 
with their own shit they want to add into it. Uh-huh. But we did everything. Yeah. We yeah. did the computer voice. We did bat- like Alfred driving away in the Batmobile <laughs> yeah. and going to fight. Like we made a whole scene and we didn't even realize we did. Yeah, that's fun. And that motherfucker was like, I'm going to animate that shit. And it's just, it. That's that whole bit would have been buried to time in oh, my brain. Yeah. But then he breathed new life. So thank you and for using your artistic incredible. abilities. Yeah. It's like hope to work more with you in the future. It's so good that I feel like I've been to a bunch of animation festivals and stuff and watched like a bunch of showcase of like our animation shorts. We should put it in a festival. Dude, I think it could truly be submitted to a festival. Dude, Maybe? if if we submit stuff like that to festivals, and we win an award, yeah. I will be unbearable for the rest of my Dude, life. Dude, I'm telling you, Mike, <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that it could even be like endorsed by Warner Brothers and have them go like, this is actually kind of funny. Really? And put it on some kind of like yeah, we didn't, animation festival. We swore and stuff, right? But it wasn't like gross or we didn't say come. No, it's not. It's nowhere as bad as nosewares as bad as <laughs> DC doing like that Harley Quinn show yeah. where they say fuck and they fuck each other and murder and shit. Is it hot? It's, I guess. Yeah, I think it is. I haven't seen it, but I think it is. Tight. Um, if you're into that kind of thing. But dude, incredible, incredible work. So anyway, speaking of artists, great job throwing that in there. So, dude, fuck the ads. <laughs> That's going to be a make good for Fuck the motherfucking ass. <laughs> this episode will have no ads. <laughs> We're just going to not honor our promise to do ads in this episode. We're going to need you to buy everything you see on this table. Dude. <laughs> Keep us afloat for a month. <laughs> we, um, we got an email. Some of you know this. Yeah. But we got an email from a lovely individual named mm. Ginger. Yes. Who was like, my boyfriend is a huge fan of dynamic banter which is our podcast which is this po- this exact show and uh she was like uh he's always loved your show and his birthday's coming up and i want to do something really special for him and was wondering if you guys would be interesting or if it would be interesting for in once, real life please <laughs> i was wondering if you guys would be interested in coming to my grandpa's house essentially <laughs> Right? Which we said yes even before we had any other information. We don't care. Yeah, we'll go to your grandpa's house. Oh, grandpa's house? house? For someone's yeah. birthday? <laughs> Is the rest of your family going to be there? Why'd you ask? <laughs> I was already coming. What are the what is the address? And then this person was like, "Oh, by the way, my grandpa is Jim Henson. Yes. Or was the late <clears throat> Jim Henson." Yes. And it like <laughs> exploded our fucking brains. Huge fans Dude, I ever was, since birth. I was at Lake Arrowhead with friends having lunch. Yeah. And we were all like blasted out of our minds on like various medications. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I like pulled up my phone and like looked at the email and read like half of it and uh-huh. went like, this is going to make me cry in public and I don't understand what it means right now. <laughs> but I think it means that Mike and I have been invited to the Jim Henson studio Yes. for like a private tour as guests, as a of surprise the <laughs> of the Hensons yeah. for a surprise for this wonderful young woman's boyfriend yeah named ryan yeah and so mike and i were like 
I mean, we finally talked about it, and we were like, I guess we, I mean, when we do it, so we were, like, planning it, you were planning it, you were talking to her, yeah, yeah, yeah. and planning everything, and so we got, like, you got to bring your family because they were in town. Yeah, mom and dad were here for Thanksgiving. They came because so, my dad is the one who used to watch it with me and dude, stuff. How special is that? It was the best. And um, so we brought thirty six people to go to the <laughs> to the and they said, keep it small. And we said, shh, shh, shh. yeah, yeah. But it, it was, was me, like, you, Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, my parents, and Zoya. Mm-hmm. Six. And, well, that's a big. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, <clears throat> just come to the fucking dude. And this is the thing. I've I've lived in. California my whole life and I've been driving to Hollywood and the Hollywood area around for like at least I don't know like what am I 40 now so like I don't know 30 years or something yeah so that Jim Henson studio lot that exists in Hollywood is like a fucking landmark man yeah, like that's uh-huh. like a you drive past that thing and there's a big giant Kermit the Frog dressed like Charlie Chaplin yeah He's got the cane and the hat and everything. And I remember driving past that as like a young boy and going like, dude, what are they doing in there? Like what magic are they making? Yeah. Dude, not only that, but as we come to find from the tour and learning all this stuff, Mm -hmm. that's the, what are they called before? The Charlie Chaplin? Charlie Chaplin's like studio. So it was an orange grove. It was. And they destroyed Destroyed the orange grove to make Charlie Chaplin's studios. And me and my dad were talking about this. It's like the birthplace of comedy in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. And we were there because we have this podcast. Because of this stupid shit we do. So next time you call it a piss cap. Yeah. You think about that. (laughs) You think about how we get invited to places where you don't think we'd behave. (laughs) Or act appropriate. Yeah. But we do get invited to these things. But dude, you're right, man. Like they, they that is the birthplace of like like yeah. legendary comedy magic yeah. in Hollywood for sure. Yeah. And like the so first comedy mo- motion pictures. Yeah. Crazy. Huge. Yeah. And it's it's so fitting that Jim Henson like adopted that studio. Yeah. And then like made sure that like a lot of things were like exactly the way that the Charlie Chaplin studio had it and yeah. preserved. Yeah. And uh, there was all this cool Charlie Chaplin stuff. But anyway, so we got we got to go to that studio and be in there. Yeah. And get a like VIP very special tour of like every nook and cranny of this place. They had us watch a film that was it's like, it's a, like an orientation. It's like a of. yeah orientation, like precursor <laughs> to the tour yeah. that was made there, and it is a Muppet. There are puppets yeah, Brian in Henson, it. Uh, uh, Ginger's uncle. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and we're watching it in this like old screening room that they had kind of made up to look like it, was it did. Like, yeah, like originally how it looked when Charlie Chaplin used it. Yeah. And, like, imagine the things that they've watched in there to make sure, like... Filthy, horrible things. <laughs> Dude, and then Ginger was like... And then I, we used to do, like, yoga in this room. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, when I was a little girl, I would, like, throw a tantrum and run over and hang out on the animatronic dinosaur yeah. from Dinosaurs. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this was, like... Like, I remember walking into that, like, main office mm-hmm. that was, like, where they had all the Oscars and the awards. And, like, like, the Welcome Center? Yeah, the Welcome Center welcome center where they like have people wait before big meetings and stuff yeah, uh-huh. and they have like all this fucking amazing henson stuff everywhere and they have this big giant portrait of jim henson yeah. and i'm like 
I, I, I remember going in there and saying to Ginger, like, this must be just like coming home. Like, this mm-hmm. is like, she's like, it's literally, it's like, it's actually my grandpa's house. Yeah. yeah. Like, right? Dude, it's like, like, you know how you go to your grandpa's house? Yeah. And you're like, I have so many memories here. Yeah. Imagine those being Muppet memories and yeah. like all of these legendary puppeteers, Frank Oz and fucking Kevin Clash and steve whitmire and all these like amazing artists just like are your friends are your like are people you see all the time uncles who do voices <sighs> yeah it was just a dream come true man and it was like i can't even describe to you yeah the feeling of pure joy throughout my body dude i don't know if you could see that up there the doctor yeah the bunsen honeydew yeah so um uh that was given to us by Jim Henson's daughter. Yeah. And that is an insane... Yeah. That, we got a Muppet toy from Jim Henson's Lisa daughter. Henson, yeah. And that Which is... Which is Ginger's mom. Right, right, right. But that's just an insane thing. And they treated us so well and they like fed us lunch and they were so nice to, uh, to my mom and dad. And it was such a cool educational thing. And to see the things we saw, even like... Man, they have this giant portrait, painted portrait in their um in their like boardroom. The boardroom, yeah. And it has like all the the puppets that they created up to a certain date. Yeah. And it was just like fascinating and crazy. That's a legendary painting, dude. It's yeah. like been whispered throughout like fandom that that painting exists. Oh, really? Because it was in the New York office and it was like it would be described, but there were no pictures of it. Whoa. People would be like, there, there's this like painting that has every single Muppet on it. Yeah. From like this year to this year. And yeah. uh, and then having it be in that boardroom. And it's so special too because they had to move it from New York. And they were like, well, what are we going to do with this thing? It's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. It is like the size of a giant room wall, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like floor to ceiling. And they had to like kind of alter the top of it a little bit, uh-huh. but it like it sits in this boardroom, almost like it shouldn't be in. No, there. it is too big. For it's the room. way too big. Yeah, but I it's like bugger on it. But you we got, that got on to tape? like be this fucking close to it, yeah. and it was just, dude. Everything in there was just like a dream, yeah. basically. And yeah. they were so kind to us, yeah, and man. like getting to talk to Lisa Henson about the new Dark Crystal show and stuff was like incredible yeah the whole experience was amazing and kevin plackey got a lot of footage and he was not supposed to he was wearing a vest Mm -hmm. and he had it hidden under his (laughs) vest but um (laughs) but yeah we're gonna cut that together into something and most likely will be a patreon thing or something Mm -hmm. but man was that so special and fun and there we get to see them again they're coming to our live show love that sorry for everyone who missed out on tickets isn't it funny we had to invite all the muppets (laughs) Dude, it, but it's like, but these are personal guests of ours. So yeah, we get yeah. like a certain amount of that, you know? So yeah. that has nothing to do with the sellout thing, I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe in general, It's a space situation. A space situation. Think about space. I don't know what it is. What if we could look inside space? But it's so funny because they were like, here's the fucking legendary Jim Henson studio, like the home of the Muppets and Sesame Street and like Fraggle Rock and all that yeah. stuff. And it, and and it's like, how do we return the favor? You come, come to, to the show. <laughs> come to our show. We'll say come in public. We're gonna say come a lot. <laughs> Bring your mom. Yeah, yeah. But man, I I just want to say, uh, the biggest thank you I could possibly say to to Ginger and Ryan for making that yeah. happen. Absolutely. Like what an absolute dream come true, and uh, 
it got me talking about Muppets on Twitter, like I do sometimes. And then this like Muppet podcast hit me up and was like, you want to come talk about Muppets? Mm-hmm. And it, I didn't even tell them I've been to the studio to do the tour or whatever. Yeah. But Save the story. Yeah. So like, I'm. they're going to be like, you know, what? what's your history with Muppets and stuff? But now I'm like going to go on these Muppet podcasts and stuff. Nice. Because I'm like. Dude, you should work there somehow. Oh, man. Right? What a dream. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's funny because, like, even Ginger was saying, like, some of her uncle's friends and stuff were, like, comedians that were, like, dude, let me just be the voice of, like, this Muppet that's, like, in the background (laughs) in something. And they've been asking for, like, years to be able to just do, like, one little voice or something. Yeah. And then finally, like, someone, they gave, like, some comedian uh, voice on a Fraggle Rock thing or something. That's fun. But I'm like, man, that's a dream. Yeah. It's a dream. And, and, you know, puppetry as an art is, like, kind of, like, fading a little. But yeah. Oh, but, talk about the things from uh, Muppet Treasure Island that you got dude, to hold. <clears throat> we went into Brian Henson's office. We took a bunch of stuff. And stole so many things. <laughs> I buried a fart in his chair. I absolutely took every pen on that desk. And I just turned it. And I turned ever it. Ever so slightly. Yeah. And then I took a permanent ink marker and drew a mustache on all the portraits in there. <laughs> cool. But uh, there was like a corner with like these props that were like in his office, and uh, the tour guide. Oh, I forgot her name. I want to say Gigi. Gigi with fairy wings and like fairy Gigi, the perfect person to work at Henson Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And she'd worked there for like twenty plus years or something, and she's just like amazing. Yeah. But she was like, "Oh, uh, come here, like check out these props and stuff." And she was like handing me props, and she's like, "Oh, that's a sword from Dark Crystal." And that's like, uh, what was the other thing? The crutch. The crutch, dude. Yeah. Tim Curry's crutch from Muppet Treasure Island. Mm -hmm. Like what? Just like right there. Like that belongs in the Smithsonian. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Even though there is quite a few Muppet stuff in the Smithsonian. One more thing. I'm sure they have But come on, put Tim Curry's crutch (laughs) in there. (laughs) But man, yeah, you can see all of that stuff, I think, in the video that Kevin's working on. Yeah. But. What a special, special thing. It was um, great. All right. Well, let's do the ads. Let's get the, like, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. We're doing ads, headgum. But, man, I just wanted to, like, oh, dude. What a dream. Shout out to Neil Ghosh. Simply having a wonderful time. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank the sponsors. I want to thank HeadGum. I want to thank my boy Mike Falzone. I want to thank Kevin Plackey. Ryan Faroki. Ling. Ling. Linga. Linja. Linda. Limba. Limbo. Linda Hire. Hammer. Hemorrhage. Linda Hemorrhage. Linder. Leah Langer. Leah Hire. Liar. 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 I want to think liar. Lisa liar. Shout out one time to Lisa liar. I want to get a, one shout out to yell. 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 Yelling somebody named yell. <laughs> shout out to scream. <laughs> That's who it was. It was yeah. scream. One time to scream. One time to scream. Uh, scream. 
We have hopefully screams coming to the show. We got scream week. via satellite. <laughs> we got scream in the house. <laughs> Dude, we love uh, Squarespace. Shout out to Squarespace because uh-huh. one of our longest running um, brand partners on the show, Dynamic Banter, a sponsor of the show, highly respected in this house. <laughs> and Michael Falzone has a Squarespace website, MikeFalzone.com, if you want to see what one of the hosts of this show's website made through squarespace actually looks like dude and let me tell you as somebody as like a small business owner so important to have your own little piece of the internet and it's helped me immensely if you've ever bought one of my tickets chances are you've done it through chances are if you bought tickets to the live show at the improv you did it through mikefalzone.com squarespace so website. easy seamless integration, seamless integration of stuff so easy or as i like to say seasy but mike has a squarespace website and it's beautiful it's gorgeous you've used it if you've come to any of our shows or seen mike's shows and how easy is that it's his name MikeFalzone.com. Mm-hmm. And you can make a website with something that easy, too. You can choose what it's called. You can have e-commerce. You can even choose what it's called. You can even choose what it's called. And you can add your videos. You can add links. You can check out things like you can connect your social media accounts. You can have multiple contributors, traffic overview, content ownership, email campaigns. You can collect donations. You can see those analytics, those blogging tools, and all of this can be done on your computer or on your phone, and it's so easy. And there is a 24-7 support line, a customer support line that can, that is there for you at any time of the day, any day of the week. Even Christmas. To answer your questions about Squarespace. And how about that for customer service? So guys, don't even hesitate for another second. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch that site, go to squarespace.com slash banter and you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and you will help this show. How about that, huh? And they nice? Guys, me undies is a wonderful holiday. I mean, come on. I don't know if it's because of my age, but when I get underwear as a gift, I love it. Remember when you got underwear as a kid and you're like, man, this ain't GoBots. Not to mention another brand. A dead brand. Who the fuck knows what GoBots is? Me and you. Just me and you. That's it. But like, dude, I hated getting underwear when I was a kid. And now I'm like, dude, give me underwear with goofy stuff on it. Once a month or I'm going to flip out. Flip out. Dude, and getting it once a month is such a treat and a dream. And if you've ever tried on me undies, you know that they're the most comfortable underwear that probably exists on the planet. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Me undies is my second favorite thing to have on my genitals. Dude, me too. My first, for me, I agree. The first thing that I love having on my genitals that's a little bit more important 
than MeUndies is a condom. And I wear them all the time. <laughs> MeUndies should get into condoms. Right. MeUndies should have a condom pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. And it's the same place as a pants pocket yeah. would be, but it's on your underwear. Yeah. And I and and I could keep us up. I could keep some hot sauce in there, hot <laughs> yeah. sauce packets. Yeah, fast like, food restaurant packets. Hillary Clinton does that. Yeah, because she's because <laughs> she's practical. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> uh, me undies is your go-to <laughs> spot for snuggly soft undies, and more than all your loved ones will adore. So if you know how comfortable these are, how wonderful it'd be to share that comfort. How wonderful it'd be to share comfort. Share that comfort with your whole family. Imagine knowing your mommy's snuggles are being snugged and guggled real nice. <laughs> snugged and guggled. Oh! Bit of a pingy ting. And the holiday spirit just got real, homies. Word? Try me undies and get 20% off your first purchase. Plus, <laughs> say Bible because these discounts are out of control. <laughs> so to get 20% off your first purchase plus free standard shipping and free returns, go to meundies.com slash banter. We're talking undies. We're talking bralettes. We're talking PJ sets. I'm talking loungewear, uh, plaids for dads, sweaters for friends, and loungewear for your puppers. And they're available in sizes extra small to 4XL. So MeUndies has everything you need to make your favorite people smile. This holiday season, bingy ting, every tingy ting. So to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, Go to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. <laughs> Guys, we love feels, don't we? <laughs> How are you feeling, up dog? Me too. Mike, what's up, feel? What's up? Nothing. What's feels. <laughs> yeah. Mike, do you like feels? I love feels. Mike, what's up? Um, nothing's better than a little bit of feels underneath your pinky tongue to get you to sleep at night and to keep you asleep. Tink, a little bit of a pingy tincture. A little bit of a tincture ping. Dude, are you one of the millions of people who's experienced anxiety, stress, or sleepless nights? Then you could benefit from CBD and who doesn't like a good night's sleep? Ooh, yeah. I gotta get this. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Dude, you look like you're being lifted into the air with helium balloons underneath your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put two birthday balloons on <laughs> They better be birthday balloons. <laughs> Those ain't retirement balloons. Look, with everything going on in our lives, whatever it is, we all need to take a moment to relax sometimes, and that's where our friend CBD comes in. The devil. The devil's here. 
Guys, oh shit, I gotta go. The devil's here. <laughs> That's my favorite video. <laughs> it's really. Shit! I gotta go! The devil's here! The devil's here! The devil's here! I think the devil's here. <laughs> knock, knock! Who's there? It's me! No, it's the devil! And look, CBD isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. We feels it's a better way to feel better. It's premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free and it's delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally supports reducing stress, anxiety, and pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction, you guys. Did she just put a few drops of feels under the tongue? And feel a few minutes of differences in a few minutes. Yeah. And the thing to remember about CBT is that finding your right dose is important, and everyone's dose is different. And if you're like, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's real human support here. If you're like, I don't know, I'm new to CBD. Because Feels offers a free CBD hotline with dosage experts that help guide your personal experience. And it's a membership. You could join the Feels community, get Feels delivered directly to your door every month. You're going to save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. And best of all, you help out your boys at the DB Labs. Shout out one time to Dynamic Banter. So guys, come on now. You want to have a good night's sleep? You want to give me any pain? Mike and I swear by CBD in situations where CBD is absolutely the only thing that helps sometimes. Like going to sleep. Sometimes. <laughs> like going to sleep. Or if you're like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit of... Pigs and So start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash banter and you're going to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash banter. Become a member, get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping at feels.com slash banter. Grazie mille. Feels, you're going to like the way you look. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Do a quick plug for... Shows? shot the saxophone <laughs> just bad they they tripped them real fast yeah um december 2nd which is tonight you guys please come to the surrounded shows dude thank you so much if you were at the first ever san diego surrounded show last night whistle stop bar in south park san diego was absolutely packed thank you to rift city thank you katrina davis thank you rachel scanlon thank you zoltan kazix uh, you should be following all those people unbelievably funny comedians it was a great time the show at the improv is tonight 7 and 945 I'm at the crow um, in Santa Monica December 5th December 8th is dynamic banter live you can't come you're not allowed to come if it's, you didn't get your tickets you're fucked don't even show up you're absolutely fucked you're for fucked tickets. The 16th, 17th, and 18th, I'll be at the Rendezvous in Seattle. Would love to see you there. And we got asked to go somewhere else, and I got to talk to you about that. Yeah!
If you didn't get a ticket. <laughs> That's my Daniel Quaid impression. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Dude, the urgency. You're fucked! <laughs> hey guys, one last time, I just want to reiterate about this dynamic banter show coming up next week. If you didn't get your tickets, you're fucked! <laughs> Christmas, Kevin. Dude, this podcast got us invited to Jim Henson's house. Oh, we were we invited to look at John Mayer. Not Jim Henson's house. Jim Henson would have fucking loved this podcast, probably. Dude. There's no way to know. But maybe. Ty Perry sent in a fixed history of closing so. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it last. Okay. So it's a perfect end of the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Imagine trying to sleep on the other side of the hall. It's like your but only time off. Holy shiz. in a history row saying my uncle owns the comic book store in Sherman Oaks the comic book store in Sherman Oaks there's only one uh oh hello man long time first time I was listening I was re-listening to episode 207 aggro rats what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) is that real they're really called aggro rats What's it, what's it about? Let's just listen. We should do a whole episode where we, we just, just listen. listen to an old one and just and do commentary over it. Dude, that was one of our most popular videos of all time. Just listen to With the church one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we should just pick a completely random one. Not even like a fan favorite Dude, or when the record comes... You're right. Right? But also when the record comes out, we should do a video where we just listen yeah. to the record. Yeah, and then do a commentary over it. Yeah.
And it's only available to, if you bought the record. And it's available on vinyl, so you have to wait a year to hear it. Yeah! <laughs> oh, gulp! Incoming gulp! gulp. In this episode, I mentioned the comic book store, a comic book store in Sherman Oaks, in front of which a homeless lady chased Steve. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. That was really, that was really strange. Cause we couldn't get, we couldn't ditch this person mm. and they were clearly there's something unwell about them. Yeah. And they followed us from inside the comic book store to outside the comic book store and then yeah. they wouldn't go away. And I was like, well, we gotta go. The Goodbye. Car was coming from inside the comic book store. Nice to meet you. We gotta go. Mm. And, and then that didn't work. Yeah. And it's like, oh, don't you need to be away? My friend, right now? Do you need to go different place? Don't you me? need to be elsewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, according to my watch, I gotta be elsewhere. And it just wasn't working. So I was like, the only th the, the only thing at that point in my mind that made sense that would work would be to just take off running. Yeah. As fast as I could. Because who's seen that? For no reason. Yeah. Like, after trying so hard to be like, we gotta go, leave us alone, please. Yeah. <laughs> Just took off. I even left my friend. I didn't even tell them that I was gonna do that. <laughs> but my friend ended up running with me uh -huh. and, like, got the idea. Yeah. But it was brilliant, because it worked. Huh. Coincidentally, my uncle owns a comic book shop on Ventura Boulevard called Earth 2 Comics. <laughs> Non-spawn. Mm -hmm. I'm not from L.A., my uncle and aunt are East Coast transplants, so I didn't know how big or small Sherman Oaks is, but this episode prompted me to look up how many comic book stores there are on Ventura and Sherman Oaks, and there's just not too many. So maybe it's the same one? I don't know what it's called. But it says, apparently Earth 2 hates wrestlers, according to Mike, and for that I apologize on behalf of my uncle Carr. <laughs> Okay. Apology accepted. Next time you go into a store, see if the owner is there and let him know his niece Victoria says hi. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll give you a comic book or a hug or something. I don't know. My uncle also worked with Happy Madison Productions oh, that's oh, awesome. for a while. The rumor is that in my family is that he's the one that came up with the concept for the penguin scene in Billy Madison. So he's a pretty cool Whoa. guy. So the day one Happy Love Madison. Love that. Man. Anyway, thanks, boys, for the laughs and honks. Spotify Wrapped came out today, and it told me I listened to 11,339 minutes of dynamic banter Dude, in 2022. First of all, sorry, and thank you for that. <laughs> and every time people start sharing those things every year, first of all, those it's, are fascinating so things, yeah. what they pull from that. And even your music taste and stuff like that, and what it tells you about, like, our audience and your taste in music and like your personality based on like what you listen to. It's all fascinating stuff. And, um, we thank you very much for sharing that stuff because it's, you know, like not that we get red light syndrome or ever really tired of doing this, mm. but it's always nice to be reminded. Like the live shows are a great reminder that like it's real people listening. And then for you to send us a PowerPoint presentation about how much you <laughs> listen to and like the show. Yeah. It really does mean a lot. And it feels like a hard work paying off. It's like, we're thing. yeah, it's like we're seeing like visual analytics. It's like you're all doing a presentation at work. You're all sending us how good little employees you are to the yeah. big boss. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. We love that a lot. It's so overwhelmingly wonderful to oh. see that. Dude, I ha I got my... Did you see yours, your Spotify? 
Yeah. So I, I looked at, so it tells you how many podcasts you listen to uh, and how many hours of podcasts you listen to uh -huh. like this. And for me, it was like, I can't remember what my top one was, but like the second one was like meditation podcast or something. Nice. And I was like, I don't listen to a fucking meditation podcast. What the fuck? So I went like dig digging deeper and it turns out that it, it was a rain sound that was on for like four days that I found on Spotify that just like put me to sleep so nice. Yeah. And I just listened to rain sounds like for like a week, one night. Yeah. The I host of like, your number one podcast is rain. Yeah. And it was like, why is this a podcast? Is that a podcast? Which is rain sounds for three hours. It's a good idea. This podcast is like the opposite of that. It totally is. Dude, all this is of a my, wake up cast. My five top podcasts are hosted by the same person. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's so funny. There's this dude, uh, Conrad Thompson, who does all these like uh, old wrestling podcasts with oh, various that's right. like You've told me about people these. in the wrestling business. Yeah. And um, it's they're all amazing. Dude, that's sexy. And really fascinating. And they're like my favorite things to have just on in the background. That's I love that. Doing I love stuff. that for you. I love hearing about your the things you do um to to unwind, Mike. Sure. Shout out Conrad Thompson, shout out Eric Bischoff, shout out Victoria uh, Bruce Pritchard, shout out Jeff Jarrett, Double J Jeff Jarrett. Shout out to the to Agro Rats. Shout out Agro Rats, wherever you are, <laughs> wherever you're at. Um, the last part of this email says, I'm currently in school to be a therapist. Cool. So my free time is limited, but you managed to fill up nearly 200 hours of my time. <laughs> Love you boys a lot. Man, you could be so much smarter. Okay. Um, Mason Wallace, our boy Mason. Mason? What did Mason? Oh, the pet mortician. This is about a, some kind of hard animal. We love our pet mortician, Mason. Who's your favorite pet mortician? Answer in the comments Ace below. Ventura pet mortician. <laughs> Mason says already, <laughs> already dead. <laughs> already dead. Already dead. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Mason says the friend that does animals. Hey. I made you guys a dead animal. <laughs> I made a dead animal or send it to Mike's place. You should be here any day now. Been a minute. I want a dead animal if it's prepared well to be seen. Well done. If it's well made. I had a dead animal for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Been a minute since I checked in with a wild story, but one happened recently that is ripe for a choose your own adventure. Be nice or not be nice for Mike. Hell yeah. Hope y'all enjoy. I was sent out for a home removal. 80 pound dog that had passed away that morning. Good band name, by the by. 80 pound dog. 80 pound dog. Dude, I've come up with a couple of cool band names. Did I tell you? Owen and I are still trying to figure out if Bedtime for Puppets is going to be our band name. Bedtime for Puppets is a really good band name. I love name. it. I, th I love it. But we had some new ones pop in, and now I'm like a little bit up in the air. We got Shit Pipe. <laughs> You want to see shit pipe with the troubadour? <laughs> exactly. Opening up for better off Muppets or and whatever. And then the hippo posthumous. <laughs> Dude, that's like a smart, that's like a smarmy kid abandoned. <laughs> right? It's actually. <laughs> it actually is hippo posthumous. And you can call us the dead hippos. 
this was a pretty manageable request for just me to handle, so I was alone. When I arrived at the home, I was greeted by a little old lady on the porch, but as she was opening the back door, I was also greeted by a snarling, teeth-bearing, deep-growling Anatolian shepherd. That sounds scary. I can't picture it because I don't know what it is. If you're not familiar with this breed, suffice it to say they are 120 pounds of muscle bred to protect livestock from wolves. Say it again. Anatolian Shepherd. They're, They're bred to protect livestock from wolves, so they fight wolves. And those are the type of dogs that, like, once in a while will have sex with a wolf. Yeah. And make super dog wolves. Super cool wolf dogs. Yeah, that you can have. You can have them. Yeah. These are wolves you can have. You can look inside of your own. Why don't you come buy some wolves you can have? That I see. Yeah, I mean, I I guess it's kind of like a... That's a dog. It looks like a dog. That looks like a dog. Put your tongue back in your mouth, dog. Right? Like, that's a dog. Like, when you think of dog, that's, like, comes into your head. That's, like, in the encyclopedia on Picture a dog. a dog right now. Babe. That's what this looks like. I quickly stepped back from the threatening pet and explained to the lady that she would need to put the pet away before I could enter the home. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's a cool fun fact about these dogs. They're seven foot four. Oh, they, when they're on their hind legs, they're monsters. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they fuck wolves every now and again. Dude, Heather could hang out with that guy. She could she could pet that dog's head and have yeah, no problem no with her back. <laughs> Heather could pet that dog, no problem. Dude, Heather has actually been in the hospital all week. I want to say shout out to Heather. Wow, she, she hit okay? her head on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and she's been in the hospital all week. She's been she's, in the hospital because she works there. <laughs> Ten degree burns. I like that, dude. That'd be a funny joke if you're a stand-up. You go up and you go, you know, it just if you're a stand-up, you go up there and you go, guys, I'm really sad. My friend has been in the hospital for a week. She just started working there. Yeah, but seriously, what's how long you been together? But 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 seriously, take my wife. <laughs> take my as wife an example. For it. <laughs> um, I I. I Step away from the pet and explain to the lady that she'd need to put the pet away before I could enter the home. She rolled her eyes and said, come on in. She would never hurt anybody. Except. All the while, the dog is snarling and snapping at me. Oh, no. I reiterate that it's company policy that keeps us safe. And she reiterated that I should come on in. The third time I said, ma'am, if we can't get the dog put away, I won't be able to help you. Yeah. She then looked me directly in the eye and said, she must, she must sense, she must sense something evil in you. Mm. So Mike, be nice or not be nice. Let me think on it. Can I get some thinking music? Yeah. Okay, I have that right on my ass. I have my answer. How could my ass make that sound? It would need you would need to hollow out your ass and, it need, my and ass make snares stretched onto a yeah you got to stretch your ass over a drum. My ass needs to be stretched onto a hollow metal 
lined. Drunk. And the other side needs to be more of my ass. Yeah. Two parts of your ass and snares. Can my ass be made into a drum? Can I put that in my will? Could you beat my ass like a drum? I'm willing to pay money. (laughs) Because aren't drums already cow skin or something? Uh, Is that an old wives' tale? Cow hide. (laughs) I don't know. From Blues Brothers. I have my answer. So now you're supposed to guess. Whether or not it's nice or be nice, not yeah. be nice. To that woman who, it, the <clears> third <throat> time, was like, fine, I guess she senses evil in you, kind of yeah. snarky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to guess what I would say. I have my answer. Well, I think if you're... The pet mortician. The pet mortician. And you're there to do your job, and it's a policy, and you're feeling a little weird about this gigantic fucking monster dog snarling at you. Yeah. I think you have every right to be like, man, put the fucking dog away. Like, period. So your final answer is... I think you're going to not be nice. That is correct. Steve is correct. Tell him what he's won. Jackpot. 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 That's That's 100% right. Um, I was trying to think of exactly what I was, what I was saying. I'd just be like, man, we don't want to have two dogs to go into the. I'd be like, <laughs> into the yeah, ground today. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm gonna have a hard time cleaning up all these bitches. Ma'am, who are they gonna believe? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would say something like, "You want to see it?" Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My dog senses something evil in yeah, you. Yeah, I'll show mm. you the evil that he senses. Yeah, well, maybe he uh, could sense what? it in the house. I'd be like, all right, fine, fuck it. And then I'd come in, and if that dog touched me, yeah, it would be over, right? Yeah, but that's such a risk, man. It's totally a risk, but if that woman was, like, not budging, I mean, whatever. It's not worth getting bit. It's not worth getting bit. No, to be, like, snark, snarky and right about something is not worth a dog And then she'd lose that bite. dog, too. What if I was... Oh, that's yeah, what I she'd would be lose like. it. I'd be like, ma'am, if I go in there to take your dog who passed, and this living dog attacks me... Yeah, I don't have room for two they're dogs They're gonna have to put that dog down, because yeah. I will press charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what do you want to do? Yeah. You want me to just get another person to come in here and be scared of that fucking monster yeah. you have? Yeah. Does does your dog sense um, the pepper spray I'm about to load it does up your, with? Does your dog sense the lawsuit <laughs> that might happen? Does your dog know anything about bank accounts? <laughs> <laughs> bark, bark. Um, <laughs> it looks like our good friend Mason here chose nice, but here's what Mike's fate is if he chooses not be nice. Tell that boomer to bury her own dog and go have a nice lunch reveling in the fact that a mean old lady realized what happens when she's rude to the people trying to help her. Also, she was probably hurting. Yeah. So this is yeah, an yeah. argument was, for being you're right. nice. She was being like, she keep in mind, grieving. I would not choose this one, but this yeah, but is her, an like, argument rolling for her being... eyes makes me feel like you're not grieving. You're just being a piece of shit. I think some people need the confrontation to get the emotion out. Yeah. So she was like being mean, hoping she's, someone would not be nice. She was taking it out on something. Yeah. yeah. And it was our friend. Um, nice was awful. The snarling dog put away. I entered the home and was immediately hit with the smell of a dog that definitely did not die that day. No. Uh-oh. No, no, no. Would rather smell a Christmas tree or something. Okay, Mason, let me ask you this question, and I know you can't answer live. Because you're not here. But I want to just... No, 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 no. 
Um, I just want to know if this sound was happening in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's it. Already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Do not go in there. <laughs> it was then that I met her husband and she explained that he been had dead for weeks. He was also dead yeah. for weeks. He she explained that he had memory problems. Oh. She took me up a flight of s- steep stairs to find a pet the exact same size as the other. Turns out they were siblings and this pet was every bit of 120 pounds as well. Uh-oh. So now you got to I cannot get this pet downstairs myself. Well, you can, but it's not going to be pretty. I'll spare you the details of body bagging the pet, but sum it up with the word maggots. No. No. Nope. 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 First of all, I can't say that. Second of all, I hate it. I hate that. Bit of a pingy ting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, dude. That's a bummer for a thousand reasons. That's a bummer for a thousand different reasons. If you've been following the cast of characters, the only person who could help me carry that pet downstairs was the husband. Yeah. The husband who kept walking in and out of the room and re-remembering that his pet had passed away. Oh, oh, God. I don't want. Oh, this my is too God. many. There's too much history in this road. <laughs> Miraculously, this went smoothly, he says. <laughs> what the fuck? And he said, so I learned a big lesson and should have listened to Mike about the true merits of not being nice. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's good. I can't believe it went smoothly. But here's the thing, man. Somebody's got to do it, right? There's something beautiful Some... about watching somebody be sad for the first time a thousand times. Maybe I'm just done with like... Walking. Walking on eggshells. Sure. Around awful realities. Yeah. Like maggots in your beloved pet. Yeah. But I'm at a point where I am like, fuck it. Just tell me everything. Sure. Right? You want to know Just tell the truth me. of the, you want to know the reality. I kind of want to, want to be ready for worst <clears throat> possible outcomes. Yeah. Maggots is worst possible outcome of a pet. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that and your pet eating you, if you when you die is also kind Either of. Either way, bad maggots outcome. gonna be around. You hate to smell it. <laughs> oh, you got it! <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, let's do this final email here from our pal who made that wonderful history road down. I just want to shout out the shows real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing up continuously all over the computer, but still trying to look. (laughs) Still type like little splashes when you type. Okay, Ty says, and this is a response from the Gross, disgusting. <laughs> this is a response from the first when we played it last week. Hey, boys, a couple things. One, yes, my real name is Tyler Perry. <laughs> I don't look like him, though. Sorry. And two, 
I've attached a faster and shorter version of the History Road Elton John cover. I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Ho, 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 And off he went into the night. And may all a good night. And may, <clears throat> may all a good night. May all clopen clop. So goodbye, history road, where the two horn honkers are I think it's beautiful. It starts again. <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful. What a great, done. great track, Ty. My goodness. Yeah. Great. From now job. on, dude, it's that song. We talk about shows. And we say you can see us next week. You can still get all the um stuff we released on Black Friday. Starting to see people get their packs of cards. Can't wait for you guys to look through those. Dude, a lot of people getting the cool. <clears throat> Shirts too. Who did I see? Someone had a cool shirt, a cool new shirt, and we posted them. Fuck, I Don't can't remember, remember what shirts. Were people getting their Black Friday stuff already, or no? That's too soon. They got cards and like posters and stuff. A lot of that stuff is already made. The only thing we're waiting to come out is the records, which will be out in February, I think, or, the or at like is your a house. Thing too. Oh yeah, we made a, a tape cassette. It's our first ever cassette. Of our live show at the Bell House, which was fucking awesome in Brooklyn. There are um, the the me and you as wrestlers as a poster, and uh, and some other stuff. So go check that out. Dynamicbanter.clothing. Get yourself or somebody who loves the show a little piece of Christmas. Wouldn't that be nice? And we'd love for you to have a dynamic banter Christmas under the mistletoe with your family. Show it, take pictures and show us what a dynamic banter Christmas looks like. What happens if you're under the mistletoe with your dad? Bit of a pingy ting. That was a headgum podcast.